brainstorming a comedy game design podcast by two guys who know nothing about comedy or game design. I'm Trevor Scott, and with me as always is Ben Swinger. Hi. Uh, this week our guest is Inga Berman. Uh, would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself? Hi, guys. Yeah. Um, so I'm from a company called S1T2, and I'm working on a virtual reality title at the moment called Kept. It's a narrative-based game in VR, and it's, it's an adventure game. So it's kind of a, a new sort of idea in VR at the moment. So it's all it's all pretty new to all of us at the moment. And um, yeah, I'm an artist working on the game. So just working on making the game really immersive and beautiful and um, just making people feel like they're a part of a really beautiful and magical environment. Yeah, it looks really cool. I had a look at the website and, uh, and sort of what you're doing there uh, as a studio in general. It looks like you get to do a lot of innovative different interesting things at s1t2 so that's, yeah that's really cool yeah yeah it's a it's a really exciting project and a really exciting company as well they do a lot of really uh, they're a creative tech company so they mm. work with a lot of different projects and ideas and stuff it's all about new ideas of how to immerse people in um, experiences really and um yeah s1t2 stands for story first technology second so they kind of incorporate that in all of their projects so it's yeah it's an exciting place to work at yeah yeah trevor you were saying you you sort of really like that concept of story first technology second yeah because a lot of the games out there at the moment certainly don't seem to have the story as an integral part yeah which particularly is the vr all, all well and good but there's a lot of yeah. experiential sort of stuff but not necessarily really story or narratives kind of thing so yeah well because it, it is very it's it's complicated to do because it's um it is kind of, you know, you want to give that sort of cinematic and that really immersive feeling, but mm. I don't know. It's a, yeah, it's a, it's a complicated medium to work with because you really have to, you don't ever know where somebody's going to be looking and you kind of need to, I don't know, work with that. Okay, so I think we should get into the meat of our program. <laughs> yes. Which is today, Click Pitch again. Uh, for those For those who are just joining us this episode, we each take a random word from a random word generator and... We will try to come up with a game based on those words. Uh, and this week we have a little bit of a wrinkle uh, because the Global Game Jam was, well, two weeks ago now. We are going to try where it is appropriate, perhaps not every round, but we're going to try to work the this year's theme into into our games. And the, this year's theme was Waves. Okay, so let's get started. Three, two, one, click. Pedestrian. Waves. <laughs> Advise. Okay. <laughs> Advise. <laughs> pedestrian waves. So waves of pedestrians? I, I'm going to the obvious of like waves of water that are about to wash pedestrians off the sidewalk and you need to kind of advise them. You're to advising get them. Away. Uh, I, I actually went to a Mexican wave. Uh. So I, I saw it as like a. I immediately saw, okay, pedestrians and someone starts a Mexican wave and someone's advising people on how to how to actually do the Mexican wave. Just <laughs> up For tall. those outside Australia, <laughs> I think it's only in Australia that we call it the Mexican wave. Really? I think so, yeah. So if we have any North American uh, listeners, they probably think that's really racist. It's actually called the Mexican wave, I'm fairly certain because it started at like a game in Mexico or involving Mexico. So it's nothing, it's nothing racist. It's just where it started. But yes, I think they just call it the wave. Okay. But anyway, just as a diversion there, just 
covering our If you our call asses. it the wave, though, people are going to understand what you're what you're saying if you say. Well, we'll the continue. Wave. People in Australia we'll con- won't. We'll continue with the Mexican wave. That's fine. I just wanted to make sure <laughs> any international guests didn't think we we're like racist assholes. We're not racist. It's just no. what we say, and we're sorry. Yes. <laughs> uh, so yeah, no, I like that because I mean Mexican waves are hard to get started sometimes, so they need some advising. Like a slow clap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Well, maybe there's like a beach ball that maybe you're just whacking around a beach ball and that's sort of, I don't know, isn't that's often part of it that you hit the beach ball as it comes around or something. And that directs uh, where the wave starts. Like it makes people go up into the wave where the beach ball goes. because they Yeah, exactly. Because they're trying to reach it. And so it's sort of these waves of people just raising their hands guided by where this beach ball is going yeah so may so perhaps there's then a like that's not a goal in itself perhaps that's the actual mechanic to achieve a goal of some kind but you i don't know what what's a what's a good reason why you'd need people to do a <laughs> Mexican way maybe you're on a stage and you want the crowd to get your to get rowdy to be, yeah <laughs> you're whacking it could just be a the crowd yeah. maybe it's just an add-on it's just an add-on for rock band <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, maybe it's a whole heap of like mini games in VR. Okay. So it's all these different waving games. So maybe one is is say you know you've got to advise pedestrians where to go on the sidewalk because of you know there's massive waves coming in and washing people away if you don't <laughs> sort of lemmings them around. Yeah. But then you've got lemmings as a verb. Sort of ones I like where... it. <laughs> And then, then you've got like the Mexican wave where you got the beach ball and all that sort of stuff, and you know with the Vive controllers, you're actually you know part of this massive, um, massive crowd wave in in a stadium, and that's just another mini game. And I'm not sure this is then- VR. I think this might be a Nintendo Switch mini game like launch title. Okay, so you got the Joy Cons yeah, to do it. <laughs> And all you have is direction of this beach ball. Is that to, um, to direct? Well, yeah. The is that in every? Is that in is all that... of them? So, so the one on the, on the sidewalk with the waves coming up, you're just throwing the beach ball at them to get you're them out the of the way. Ball, and then they try and they try and dive for it, and that's how you actually save them from getting or get out of the way of it <laughs> if you just fire it directly at them. Yeah, yeah. It actually, well, I like that. Yeah, you can either smash them in the face to get them out of the way, or make them dive for it. <laughs> So you you've got sort of like the boom blocks like yeah. throwing action yeah where you where you move move the symbol around and then you got to make Fling the action to, to show okay how I hard like you, that how hard then... you throw it yeah you, you can either kind of lob it and they'll try to hit it or you can just slam it straight at them and they'll try to get out of the way and then berate you <laughs> but I, I think in the game when you throw this beach ball there's got to be some of them actually. Um, stay behind if if they don't bounce off the screen then they actually stay behind so you can actually throw it at someone they get knocked off they bounce into another one and <laughs> then they do another pedestrian you know, into another pedestrian right. and you you get you know a bit of ragdolling sort oh, of good. happening yeah we just have everybody's made out of really bouncy material so they're all just kind of bouncing around the screen could be quite ridiculous yeah definitely. Yep. okay so what are the waving things um i mean you can we'll actually just wave, wave like at the, people like hello yeah, like with their hands yeah <laughs> Hi. Yeah, that could also be a thing. I mean, if it was in VR, then you could wave the controller in some kind of way, and that actually just makes you wave at them, and then they, okay. they wave back. Yep. It's friendly. It's just, just, there's not even any game mechanics. It's just a no, wave. It's you just, just get to wave at nice people thing. and feel good about yeah. it. Yeah, it's just nice. <laughs> Hello. They, they wave back. You feel acknowledged. Yeah, you feel good about it. Could yourself. be really helpful Turn. for some people. Turn off the console so, and go yeah. to bed. Yeah, <laughs> I'm also I'm also seeing like remember that episode of Futurama where they went to 
they went to like the edge of the universe and they saw the other the other <laughs> them's from the other universe yes. waving back at them. Oh, yeah. It could literally be that. I don't know. Does, does the, the switch, switch have, have a camera? I was just about so... to say, does the switch have a camera? <laughs> just like adds a, adds a random hat onto you and you get to wave to wave to yourself. <laughs> Different alternate universe versions of yourself. <laughs> and it's just called self acknowledgement. Yeah, that's cool. That's sort of an augmented reality kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yep. But all you get to is you just get to wave. Hi. Yeah. Hi. 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 Alternate universe version of me. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, I well. still like the idea is that's one one particular component of something. No, else. that's the whole game. Get that's the whole game. Every, people, are, it's going to sell out. People are going to. Yeah. yeah. How much is it going to cost? I mean, <laughs> Snipper Clips is going to cost us like twenty bucks American. So, how much is this going to cost? It's the packing. It's the packing like, game. A lot of ads. Nintendo. Yeah, Nintendo doesn't do good packing games like they used to. You know. Oh, like like the good old Super Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt. Exactly. All right. I think we click again. Okay. Three, two, one. Click. Axe. Declaring. Bark. Or possibly waves, if that doesn't work. <laughs> um, <laughs> Just waves and everything. <laughs> Wait, so axe, like A-X-E? No, but axe and bark. That's like... A-X-E. Some kind of arbor game. Oh, yeah, okay. I was thinking bark <laughs> like a dog, but yeah, that makes more oh. sense. Well, doesn't, it doesn't then it's a, just a dog killing game, and we don't want to do that. That's horrible. <laughs> no, let's, please not kill dogs with an axe in this okay. game. Okay. <laughs> um, they're rabid dogs. And you got to take him out with an axe, <laughs> <laughs> and you have to declare it. And sorry, what was immediately what, after? What was your word, Inga? Mine was declaring. Declaring, so, right? You have to say, "I'm sorry, I just killed that dog with that axe." No, it's just um, you just have to. <laughs> I'm going to kill this. Yeah, dog. you just have to call. It's like it's like billiards. You just have to call your shot. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like uh, the the beagle in the right hand oh, corner. No. All right, ah oh, crap! I hit the da- the, the da- duction. Minus ten points. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You lose points if you hit the one you didn't call. Yeah, not the pug. Oh. Uh, although you get bonus points. Okay, for the pug. so so instead of that, because that's just really bad. Yeah, uh, same game, but trees. Okay, all right, that's good. Yeah, but trees. You're a lumberjack, but you have a really like big phobia of trees. I'm not sure how you got into that line of work, but you're actually afraid to go too close to them. So you have to cut them down just by throwing axes at them. You've got an so endless it's in VR, and you've got, got an endless supply of axes. You know, you've got you got the two controllers in your hand, and you know you throw, throw, <laughs> throw, throw. But you have to, you have to alternate hands. You know, so you can't just. Well, I don't think you have. One, I don't think you two, have to. Three. I think it's just that's the pro technique, right? Maybe it's one of these things where, like, every time you reach behind your back, you get a new axe in your hand. I like that mechanic. Oh, yeah. That's so like you c- pulling pulling arrows out of a quiver yeah, like a quiver thing. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah, every time you reach behind your back, and maybe if you turn around, you just see there's like a little guy there, and he's got a big sack of axes, and he's handing them to you. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. But uh, so if you want, you can do two hands and just like throw, 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 throw. But uh, so do, wait, do we need voice recognition then? If you're calling out the trees that you're gonna, I actually think the dude behind you is calling out where you got to throw, oh, what tree you got to hit next. Okay. So he's okay. declaring. So he's the declaring. Trees. Yeah, it's like that tree like, is evil. Redwood on Kill the left, it. or something. Get the one behind yeah, the three. Maybe you have to yeah. Share, you actually, it's educational. You have to, to really play it well. You have to learn the types of trees. Yeah, it could, yeah, it could teach you about tree types. It's Go great. for the lot. Cut down the gum tree. <laughs> A fine pine this time. <laughs> uh, 
That's cool. That's right. like that could just be one of those fun little like f- you know fruit ninja sort of things yeah. where it's just a a good little arcadey kind of kind of game. But yeah, you you have to the thicker you know the obviously the bigger the tree, you have to just like throw a ton of axes at it and and get it right on each like time. Like ninja stars, it'll be quite yeah. satisfying. Yeah. And obviously, depending on where you hit it and and how much you cut through it will depend on where it falls as well. So maybe you can get combos or something. And squash things. Yeah, have to make sure you don't squash yourself. So, you know, you need to cut it down on one. If you just cut it down on the side facing you, it's just going to fall straight towards you and kill you. So Yeah. Unless you step to the side when it comes down and then it just kills the little guy who's handing you the axes. <laughs> well, if it's in room scale VR, then you can move exactly. out of the trees fall for- exactly. towards you. Exactly. Oh, that could be kind of awesome. You yeah. Know, you, you've got a certain distance that you can get within the trees and maybe you can teleport to the different positions yeah. so that you can maybe get a better better throw on it, but you can't get within, you know, 10 metres of a well, tree or something Well, oh, there's like that. a Otherwise... bunch of different strategies you could do here then because maybe he's declared that you have to cut down a certain tree. So maybe it's not just that... And that, there's other trees well, in the way. A, there's other trees in the way. <laughs> you can't actually get close enough for your for how far you can throw them. So you have to strategically cut down a path to it so you can get close enough to the mother uh, tree yeah to yeah or to whatever you're <laughs> well, that's the end goal that's the end goal you're just on the outside of this massive an- ancient forest and you, <laughs> you have to destroy the mother oh, no. tree it turns into a like really depressing fern gully type story where you realize you probably shouldn't have cut down all those trees yeah <laughs> there's, a, you know, there's a moral yeah. uh, a moral to the whole thing yeah, we're teaching people. Good, good teaching story, people about trees story first. And- story first, right? Yeah, yeah right. So Every time. I, I'm thinking, I'm thinking that maybe you you can actually go close to a tree, but because it's in VR and you you can actually slightly dim the view and like he, he's actually sort of saying to hyperventilate or something <laughs> like that. So because okay. he's too close to a tree, if you get too close to a tree, then you get some disadvantages. You hear the character deep breathing and... Your axes wobble a bit when you of, throw them. And your vision starts, like, blacking out you, from your the edges. Your vision starts going <laughs> in and then come, comes out and brings in from the edges and becomes real narrow tunnel vision. And you can maybe go in, get three sort of strikes at the at the tree if you want to start. Oh, so start you can like, actually, like... So you can actually swing your axe rather than throwing it and actually hit it, but you've got a real limited amount of time that you can be that close to a tree before you just pass out. Yeah, so you've got you can actually go in and maybe double axe it for a little bit, you know, <laughs> going going both hands on the axe. But if you get too too overwhelmed, your your axe turns into a paper bag, and you you can't do anything. Apart from put to, the paper bag yeah. up to your face and breathe yeah. into it for a bit. Yeah, yeah, you have to. You have to. It's like your health. <laughs> So when you're speed running it, you know, you've really got to, um, as you're running towards it, you're throwing axes at it and then you're like <laughs> getting, you're, you're trying, enough, to, trying to hit it up before your vision goes dark. and then, then quickly run away again, you know, and <laughs> paper bag in one hand, axe in the other. Yeah. You can switch. Basically the paper bag is almost a time penalty that you, you're definitely going to lose those 20 seconds and yeah, <laughs> if, that's, that, yeah, that's if you let it go and... too far. Yeah. Then you yeah. Have to that's stand that's living, living life that's on really the edge cool. of lumberjack life. <laughs> I'm sorry to all the actual lumberjacks out there. I'm sure you don't actually double axe a tree, but it sounds cool. (laughs) (laughs) Or have a phobia of trees. Well, yeah, probably. Some might. They could develop it over time, I'm sure. All that that wanton destruction of nature. I'm also seeing, you know, you've got to to bring in the whole idea of, of the Monty Python 
song, you know, the Lumberjack song. Oh, I've had that in my head this whole time. Like, <laughs> at, at, at one part, you know, so he's dressing up in high heels and all that sort of stuff. So you, your character, as as he goes on, he skips and jumps and all that sort of stuff. So basically you're saying oh, there's fabulous like a, Lumberjack. There's a character customization <laughs> aspect to the game. Yeah, and you can... You can go that way, and, and if, if you manage to choose all the right things, then during the end credits, you, you get the Monty Python song. You get the Monty Python song. Instead of the actual, really, like, somber um, song that we had... Heavy metal. That we had specially... Heavy, yeah, <laughs> that we had specially written because, you know, after you kill the ancient mother tree, you realise what you've done, and it's this real, like, down note on the ending, but you've learned something. The blue cats come out, and you go, oh my god, what have I done? <laughs> Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> then you've un- oh. then you've unlocked Avatar mode, and you get to play as a what are they called? As a, as a Navi. <laughs> and the only thing oh, that's that different, the only thing that's people. different is your like perspective is slightly higher. <laughs> if you Level look down, two is just your, Avatar. <laughs> your perspective yeah. is your your perspective is slightly higher, yeah. but you also double axing. <laughs> right, that's when that you would unlock, be cool. That's when you unlock Actually, double axing. Yeah. If the second level was that you're playing as the Avatar people and you actually have to play against yourself who had just played that round of the lumberjacking. Oh, so you, you can like, see exactly the movements that you just played as, except you have to battle yourself and how well you did. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Wait, are you still cutting down trees though? Yeah. Oh, as an Avatar? Yeah. So you're like, I don't know, rebuilding them or <laughs> hugging them? <laughs> what, what's the reverse of an axe? What's <laughs> the reverse... Of an axe. Um, that is a question that is maybe never been maybe it's a special undoing axe that you that you're repairing Got the some tree. Sort of tree healing serum. <laughs> tree healing serum. You you know that I want Steam Workshop support in this as well. So um, <laughs> I I want to see you know people like creating thrill. lightsabers and stuff that you can <laughs> you can use to cut down trees and. Okay. Okay. Oh yeah, well, absolutely. All right. So the your healing serum could just be yet another thing that you throw at it, I guess, and. It's in the multiplayer mode. One person's throwing axes or lightsabers, I guess. The other person's throwing the healing serum. And <laughs> healing it's whoever the trees. Can, whoever's the most accurate to actually... Or you know. planting new trees that you, like, oh, they use yeah. as shields. You like, block them in and... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just encase them in trees and then they lose. That'd be fun motion in VR, I'm sure. Like throwing, kind of throwing seeds down and seeing them blast up out of the ground. Oh, I'm, I'm obsessed with that idea. I, yeah. I just need to put that in any game. That'd be really cool. That I possibly next make, just growing things. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get uh, Evergreen to put in a mod. Yeah, I was going to say. That you can... v- Ever- Evergreen <laughs> VR version. Yes, please, put in a request for me. Like, Inga wants it, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's continue. Yep. Three, two, one, click. Carrying. Impulse. Impulse, that works well because I got Enterprise. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) So you're carrying the Impulse, what are they? Impulse uh, torpedoes? Oh. Is that one of the things? Impulse engines. Oh, it's the engines. (laughs) Wait, what are the torpedoes? They're photon. Photon torpedoes. Oh, you're right. right. Why are they photon torpedoes? On the Enterprise. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, right. We're okay. talking Star Trek. Right, of course. Because, um, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Carry right. on. That's we actually, I realised we didn't, neither of us said the word Star Trek. We just kind of heard Enterprise and assumed, we just, uh, we just assumed. what was happening. Um, I feel like it's my fault for not watching it. That's fine. 
Um, no, this would have worked better if you got photon, Trevor, not impulse. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> what what's actually happened is the Enterprise has been knocked down to impulse power only. Okay. Um. So you got to carry the dilithium crystals, um, and put them into the warp engine so that you can actually get it going right. again. And there are waves of enemies coming just to bring waves in. And you can't actually attack anything <laughs> because you're carrying these crystals. Yep. Or they're shooting lasers at you and you have to use the crystals to like divert the lasers back at them. Oh yeah, I like that. That's cool. I like that a lot. <laughs> Is it another VR game so you can really get the like Oh yeah, directionality of it. So basically it's it's a Star Wars um lightsaber laser deflecting game except it's Star Trek theme so it has to be dilithium crystals doing it because there's no because <laughs> there are no lightsabers in Star Trek <laughs> yeah so it's dilithium crystal deflecting yeah I course. would hope that That's this game would actually come with a sort of crystal that is your controller as well so you can actually oh, feel definitely. the kind of the size and weight of it and everything yeah they need to start they're going to start doing that oh, sort nice. of thing aren't they because they, they've got those sensors yeah. that you can just throw onto anything now so yeah exactly really experimental kind of controller things i'm excited about that <laughs> that's really cool it kind of like you know how when it's um really expensive you know how when, it comes with a crystal you know how when all these all these games come out for like the playstation 3 and the the xbox 360 and then the xbox one and they all come with like their own version of the peripherals you have to you know go i've got a ps a psvr version so of, it comes with, with you know the, 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 the ps controller that the psvr compatible crystal is that what you're saying <laughs> Yeah. yeah, PSVR compatible crystal, and then you got the um, you got the HTC Vive compatible crystal, and you got the Oculus compatible. Yeah, they crystal. all get their exclusive and then... colors. And when you're you're not using them, they're lava lamps. Perfect. Oh yeah, that's it's awesome. Like great in your living room. If they're actually lava lamps, that'll make it really cool to watch while you're playing as well. With all just they're just like. Well, you'll have the headset on, but for other people, well, no, for other people, you, exactly, yeah, yeah, right. Except for when you smash them, <laughs> you're just like Until a you accidentally a let go of your huge, heavy crystal lava lamp and throw it into your TV. <laughs> Don't drop it. <laughs> smash! Oh shit! Oh crap! I've got lava all in my all my carpet. <laughs> Don't think it's actually lava, Trevor. Sorry to burst your bubble. <laughs> Oh shit! I've got goop on my carpet. Then <laughs> it's like telling someone that Santa doesn't exist. You can't tell people that there's no lava Wait, what? in the lamps. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I, I like the idea of you know you're you're an engineer in engineering. Um, are you a red shirt? <laughs> you're a red shirt at the beginning. And if Inga, if you haven't watched Star Trek, this is. Not actually a good one to do because it's not going to make any sense. But oh, that is okay. I'm more than happy to listen. <laughs> um, <laughs> red shirts are known for dying a lot, particularly in the original series of Star Trek, because they're not part of the main cast. But anyway, what I was going to say is, you okay. start off as a red shirt at the beginning because you until you until you level up enough because you have gotten good enough that you aren't just constantly dying over and over. <laughs> Can you have like a call from your mum that's like? I've just bought you a new shirt and I just sent it over to you. It's, it's not, blue it's, this time. Oh my God, it's not red. Oh my God, yay, level up. <laughs> I love that as a level up, like, as a level up ding is a call from your mum. Like, that's amazing. Yeah. You leveled sorry, up. I made her like yeah, a, you a strange old Jewish woman. I really didn't to make that. The captain just called. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so proud Simply of you. you got a promotion. I've sent over a green shirt. <laughs> I oh, embroidered no your name on it. 
<laughs> it's more car- there's more there's another character customization you can actually like design the shirts that your mom sends you like so there's like a crocheting simulator or something are they crocheted shirts <laughs> yeah that's fabulous yeah. okay so you you're carrying the dilithium crystals putting them into the into the um warp drive kind of drive. like a um what what i'm thinking is it's kind of like one of the coal engines on a on a train that you're, you're just, just throwing sort them of in. shoveling them into yeah i thought that for a second but i thought one, i wonder if it'd be better if it's a more it has to be a more precise thing it's maybe a bit like reverse jenga so you have to like slot them in without knocking over oh. the whole, like um or pushing up pushing so other with, ones with, out. with one hand you're like with one hand you're like trying to put it in with the other one you're deflecting, you're deflecting like all places. the people exactly yeah mm. So you'd have like a shield kind of thing on one arm and then being careful with the crystal on the other. Well, I think you've literally just got one of the crystals in your other hand and you and you have to like deflect the lasers with it very accurately. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel um, like they, yeah. we're going to get a lot of Star Trek fans who are going to like write in and say, Dilithium crystals can't deflect lasers. What are you talking about? Oh, no. Just explode or something. I'm going to get know. in trouble. <laughs> I don't know enough to know whether that's the case. So we're going to keep going and say, yes, they will deflect them. Good. So let's click again. <laughs> okay. Three, two, one. Click. Ambiguity. <laughs> Mod. I got move. So how can you move in ambiguous... Something about moving in ambiguous ways. Like which direction are you going to do? It's a, um, it's a game where you're walking down like a footpath... And someone else is coming towards you. <laughs> it turns into like a Monty Python silly walks kind of thing. Yeah. Well, and I'm just thinking, because you know that thing that happens when like you're coming towards each other, but you both go in the same direction and then you both go in the other direction. So it's like ambiguous as to which way you're going to turn. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's I'm the worst. Sh- <laughs> I'm not sure how you make it into a game. Um, it could be a really basic like VR game or something. Or like, uh, <laughs> Trevor, I keep... We- I was just thinking the Wii Fit board again, but <laughs> I played one of those the other day and it was really fun and that would be perfect. It'd be like a combination between that and VR. Yeah, that's it, right? Like the, it's, <laughs> it's actually a, a really interesting peripheral because it's quite sensitive and it can really tell sort of which way you're leaning and whether you're moving and you know, yeah, like. But then again, room scale would would sort of work okay. You know, you could have the awkward moving each way, and it can tell where you, where you sort of yeah, are within yeah. the. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen that that uh, that game show where it's like Tetris block shaped holes that are moving towards you, and you have oh, to like fit your yeah. body to Hole that? in the wall. Move, I think it was called. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it could be like that. Well, can we that mix that? Our... Can we mix that with? The, the idea of someone walking down the street going towards you. You have to like move your body in a certain way so that you get past them without moving too much. But they're also moving there. Like it's a multiplayer game. So you have to move uh, your body in compatible ways that you're just going to like slide past each other and not touch each other. Yeah. <laughs> so each each game mode has different mods. So there you go. different and it's, modifications it's that you can do. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm thinking because it would be pretty awkward because generally... Because maybe you can't move your feet. Maybe you can't move your feet, so you have to. Move, but you, or, or at least you can't sort of just step to the side, right? You've got a limited space that you can be on, because <laughs> otherwise it's too easy. You just walk to the side. Um, but yeah. so it's a very maybe it's just a very narrow footpath. <laughs> yeah, um, you're on like you're on like two travelators. Yeah, and yeah, 
Well, and you've yeah. got to sort of position yourself. Somehow <laughs> they're coming. That... Somehow they're coming towards each other, or one's just coming towards you, and you're you're still or something. I don't know, but uh, yeah. So you have to you have to contort yourself in such a way that you're going to get past each other. But the mods can be like, <laughs> maybe in this level, the person coming towards you is on a stool, and so you might be able to go under their legs or something. Or... <laughs> <laughs> like one of the mods could be like after pe- people finish work, and there's just a whole lot of people in business suits like getting to their job with like tie over the shoulder from going too fast and you have to kind of fit in between all the different businessmen yeah so that's and not get hit by the briefcase it's like it's the the rush hour you know round and yeah you have to just keep moving your body between different poses to get past this this crowd of people yeah (laughs) i feel like i don't know is there more we can do there is there things we can mod into it um i i think again this is Rather than just a pure VR game, this needs another peripheral. Okay. But the peripheral I'm thinking of, again, is the Kinect. All right. You know, one of the Kinect cameras, you can actually, you know, see the skeletons and all that sort of stuff. So, it's quite easy to, to contort your body and it'll actually show, you know, what your what your. Yeah, you probably need something like that yeah, to really get the tech down. With the Vive or something, unless you have motion sensors all over your body, then something yeah, it's like not going to figure it out. Work. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's again. That's for that's for the implementation phase. We're just the designers. They'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It it comes literally Ideas, with the VR suit. Yeah. <laughs> and the VR suit is yeah. like yeah. this is it, Vive it version the three. Headset and it's just got yeah. This whole game costs twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> but it's it's so much fun. Like yeah, know, it's great. <laughs> it's the best game ever made. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Human Tetris. Gotta buy it. There you go. We've got a name. I don't know. Is Tetris, like, <laughs> is Tetris a trademark? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we could call it Tetru or something. <laughs> All right, cool. So I think it's about time to go into the eye of the storm. Let's do it. We can be found on Twitter. We are at Lamestorming. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Lamestorming. Uh, you can email us, podcast at Lamestorming.com. We are on iTunes. Uh, just search for Lamestorming, two words. You can rate us, review us, or subscribe to us there. Please rate us. Yeah. You can check out our website, Lamestorming.com. Uh, we'd like to thank Kuridust, who wrote the song Mount Defiance, which you can hear at the beginning and end and right now. We'd like to plug Zencaster, Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R. They've provided us with the awesome recording capabilities for our guest today. It makes things a lot easier. Uh, so that's Zencaster.com. Check out all the details there. And we'd just like to plug our other podcast, Two Sweary Dads. Uh, you can find that at TwoSwearyDads.com. And that is a parenting podcast. Um, and Inga, have you got any things that you'd like to plug yourself? Yeah, um, I'm Inga Berman and I work for S1T2. We're working on a virtual reality adventure game called Kept. You can find us at Kept VR for our Twitter and Kept VR as well for our Instagram page and keptgame.com. And you can follow us for our progress on the game and all of our development tips and tricks. Great. All right. Let's get back into it. Three, two, one, click. (laughs) More. Uh, Glow. Figure. Silence. Waves. (laughs) I know. I know. I was just thinking of the waves works in there. Waves, waves, waves. Waves, waves, and waves. Well, more, more, I think maybe we'll replace more with waves. Because more okay, is so okay. more is so broad. Like 
every game is generally going to have something like more of something. More. There could be more. I don't know. I quite like so more. waves. Like so, glow figure in either waves or more, but. So glowing figures? Are we talking like a humanoid figure or, or like a yeah, big figure in I'm a imagining book? Figure I'm imagining one. some kind of like figure as in a person that's glowing. Maybe you're like standing on the beach. You're standing on the beach watching the waves come in and there are glowing figures that you see, that you glimpse through the waves. Oh my I'm goodness. Not sh- I'm not sure where the game is, but <laughs> it's a cool image. It, it's, it's an interactive story. Um, that you just get totally freaked the fuck out. <laughs> That's it. That's the whole story. Yeah, it's some it's some kind of like enlightenment simulator. It starts off with like meditation, and then oh, you because you can use these things that um attach to your breathing or your pulse, oh, and you yeah. kind of do better at the game if you become more if relaxed. You are so more it's like calm, a more relaxed. Okay. Yeah. So All it right. could be that could be the platform, but then it could be like. I don't know. As you get more relaxed, you start to see these like glowing figures. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm picturing that you kind of it is it's this yeah meditation space, and the waves are just coming up on the shore, like you're on the yeah. beach. But as you are more of... relaxed, yeah, these sort of calm, glowing figures just coming yeah. off the waves, sit down next to you, yeah, and just meditate, meditate silently with you. With you. I'm imagining ocean noises. And you know you're doing really well if you've just got a whole beach full of glowing figures. Yeah. Okay. And then you die because you're doing so well, your heart rate has just like gone down to zero. And Yeah. And then you like transcend into enlightenment and all that is less is the console on the ground. It's a beautiful story. Yeah. Well, and you just, you become, <laughs> you become one of the glowing figures, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I see this as a Nintendo Switch game. <laughs> You got the Joy-Con controllers okay. because they can detect, you know, minor movements. And so you're when sitting you're meditating, on the Wii Fit you know, board. You t- <laughs> oh, and you have to stay really stable. Yeah, so middle. you've got because I'm pretty sure Nintendo put out a like pulse monitor thing. Actually, really? Yeah, I think it failed miserably. Um, okay. The Wii Vitality Sensor. I don't. I think maybe they cancelled it before it came out, but it was literally to detect your heart rate. So it's a cancelled Wii Vitality Sensor game where you sit on the Wii Fit board. You've got the Wii Vitality Sensor, and you just have to stay completely still and calm. Is it VR as well? I feel like it works would work so much better in VR for a calming. Yeah, it could be you. VR as well. <laughs> I feel like everything could be but then, VR. But then it's I mean, no yeah. longer the the Wii Wii Switch <laughs> or the Nintendo Switch or whatever the fuck it is. Ah, uh, they'll put VR on that eventually. <laughs> we don't care about platform. What you actually do, you you literally just glue a you know the tablet to your face. <laughs> or yeah, that's it. Several it, tablets to your undocks, face, so they kind yeah. of go all around. Yeah, you have to buy two. It undocks and just you have to buy two. <laughs> it sl- it slots into the new dock, which is just, just like literally centimeters away from your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you- that's how they're gonna. No, so, come so on, the that's new- how they're gonna do VR because those Joy Cons have like gyros and stuff in them. It's literally yeah. just gonna be a face dock. <laughs> it's gonna be a face dock. <laughs> it already is a face so, dock so- with like Google cardboard. And well, there stuff. you go. Just exactly. They're just taking that it. to the next level. The Nintendo Switch face dock, and that's how they're gonna do Nintendo's <laughs> half-assed <laughs> version of VR. That is a great name as well. You have to, you have yeah, to the, hold yeah, on yeah, TM. Face Doc. And, and you know how every single other one has like a 
has like a cable running to a computer. What what this has is literally just an AC cable just running to the to the wall. <laughs> just plastic to plug in to the like to the power still. Just into yeah. the power. Yeah. So it's it's just literally like an extension There's cord. There's a big heavy <laughs> like power brick hanging off it that you just kind of have to balance. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't provide <laughs> a long enough cable to as- reach the ground. <laughs> Just make it as cumbersome as possible so it's harder to get relaxed. Well, exactly, yeah. That's It's this sort of meta thing of the the console itself is working against you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm just wondering how does it detect movement of, of the screen given that the screen doesn't actually have... Like, do you have to actually put the Joy-Cons on the side Yeah, of the that's screen? what I'm saying. Yeah, you've got it on there. You've got it on there as if... It's the uh, in the undocked version, like how they hook onto the side, but it's docked onto your face. <laughs> face dock <laughs> with Joy Cons on the side, <laughs> so people come in, they see you. You literally like glued into this, <laughs> sitting While just like sitting, sitting cross legged on, on, yeah, on the Wii Fit board with this like weird thing attached to your finger, <laughs> measuring your heart rate. <laughs> Like I don't know where gaming's going, but I'm not. I'm not sure yeah. about this. And they say something, and you fall over because they they distract you, and you're just like, "Fuck! I had five glowing figures. It was my high score. I was so relaxed." But but because but because you you know as you get more relaxed, you go up and up and up and up. You know, you gradually start levitating. Oh, of course. Because you're sitting on the Wii Fit board. As you fall forward, you know your character in the game starts to fall. It's like oh, you'd literally think that you you're actually falling because you're so immersed, you're so immersed, and you feel that, like you're yeah three feet. Three, why did I use feet? We're in Australia. You're like a meter above the ground. Yeah, so you literally think that you're going to face plant, and all of a sudden your knees just hit the ground. It's like oh, <laughs> but for for that half a second that you're actually falling, you you're like, oh my god, I'm going to die. <laughs> Yep. Well, particularly yeah. because your heart rate was so low, you were so reaxed, relaxed, and then it just spiked to like 150. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the goal. That's the goal of the game. It's what's going to oh, sell coffee. Well, that's, yeah, well, you could have the opposite goal as well, like how high you can get your heart rate. <laughs> I feel like that would be with like tennis or something, wouldn't it? Yeah, I get. No, terrifying. I'm just thinking it's just constant jump scares. <laughs> <laughs> it's, how, it's, how, it's how high you can get your heart rate without moving. <laughs> Yeah, get get them as relaxed as possible and then jump scare. Yeah, it's when, like, yeah, detect when they turn their head and just, like, put one of the glowing figures right in their face, staring at them. With oh, my God, it's like heart attack simulator, eyes. but in yeah. real life. Yeah. And you'll be able to detect when they have and- a heart attack, so... Yeah, you and that's just a thing the thing that sends, like... sensor is just, like, perfect. It automatically dials triple zero if you have a heart attack. Yeah, I've yeah, perfect. Yeah, they had but to it's disabled at launch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's DLC. That's DLC. It's, it's a fucking in-app purchase. <laughs> Do you want it so with you, this feature or yeah. not? It'll be ten dollars. It looks like you're having a heart attack. Enter your <laughs> enter you your password. Enter your what Wii Store password, <laughs> Nintendo Store password to download the to call triple and friend code and friend code <laughs> <laughs> like twenty digit friend code. And rate this app. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And rate the app four stars or higher. <laughs> okay, we'll send help. Alrighty. Yep. Three, two, one, click. Overlap. Compare. Fix. Okay. 
that all works together reasonably well. I'm picturing overlapping something, comparing it so you can fix it. I don't know what the thing is, but um, DNA maybe. You're like comparing DNA strands. Some sort of okay. genomic <laughs> construction game. <laughs> Doctor, like, I don't know. <laughs> Repair. So maybe maybe you're right. You're overlapping you're overlapping these DNA sequences yeah. so you can compare exactly. them. Exactly. And the fixing component is the fact that the DNA sequencer keeps on going down. So, you, <laughs> you know, you, have to, hit it you with need a to have to hit it with a wrench or go replace the fuse or high levels, you know, it breaks more often and it comes up with little codes that you got to go, okay, it's an F3 problem. So go, fi- go find this. Maybe you have like a working, like a, a, a properly solved medical problem next to you. And like, this is the comparing aspect of it. And then you have to kind of compare your own medical your own procedure results. to the one next to you. Yeah, yeah so you're sort of reverse engineering yeah. what they yeah, what they would have had to do to fix it. Well, I yeah. like I like this idea of like it's basically a cross between keep talking and nobody explodes. Where you sort of got this device <laughs> with these just weird things that you have to do to keep it running as opposed to preventing it from exploding. And then yeah, this like sort of pattern matching problem solving thing that you keep getting distracted from. Yeah, like a spot the difference puzzle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And again, I guess it's VR because <laughs> it makes sense. I'm not complaining. VR's awesome, but <laughs> yeah, so cuz then you sort of you're switching back and forth, you're turning to the thing and it's like, "Oh, you've got to flip through the manual because it's got this error message come up, come up and it's like, "Okay, hit it." And it's a digital manual that you like you're flipping you're like through clicking with through your, it with, with your, your controller, controller and... and it's like, "All right, hit it on the left side twice and then on the right side once and it'll start working again." <laughs> and of course, you got a time you got a time limit cuz your patient's going to die. Yeah. We we need this genome sequenced completely, and then compared against previous. Yeah, so you've just got like and... you've got like a ticker tape of DNA coming out like the side of the machine every few seconds or whatever, and some sort of like, um, yeah, like spot the difference or, or sort of puzzle matching comparing game that you have to do. But there's a t- like there's a time limit and also this sort of secondary game of figuring out how to fix your wonky DNA like sequencer. <laughs> Sounds very complicated. That's actually really cool. I can imagine that just being, I don't know, in this sort of cartoony world. It could even be, well, uh, you know what, though? It could be, you could expand that even further and make it into a multiplayer thing. Kind of like Keep Talking Nobody Explodes, where one person has the manual, but I'm more thinking the different people, kind of a cross between that and um, what was the phone one that was similar where you had to like call out uh, your different controls and things? Space team space team so is that like one of you has the has the the manual and you have to say it out to the other person and they have to try well, that, and do what yeah, you're saying that's what keep talking and nobody explodes it's like like one person is okay. either on the computer or, or in vr and the other people are just in real life with a paper manual um yeah. but space team is one where every it's a phone-based one but you can have up to i think like eight people on their phones Nice, but different people have different controls, and they're getting instructions. So like some one person will get an instruct an instruction for like uh, reverse the polarity on the you know dipthium uh, whatever generator, 
but you don't like that person doesn't have a control for that it's someone else has that control and they have to do it so you, there's yeah. a real like communication aspect so i'm sort of picturing that like one person is trying to solve these problems but maybe they need information from someone else and then someone else is trying to keep the machine running but they don't actually have the manual or they only have parts of the manual or something <laughs> get, oh i like, love that idea because it could it could be that like yeah like a, a game on your phone that everybody in the room has like the same sort of thing going on in their phone but they all have different roles that are given to them in like a yeah yeah so at it the could, beginning of the game exactly so it could but it could be like one person is in vr so it's almost yeah. it's also like uh i don't know if you've seen the jackbox party pack games where yeah yeah you've got like the sort of the central game and then and then phones that all have different things so yeah everyone else is on their phones it could be a really good way to actually make vr gaming more social everyone yeah. else is on their phones and they have their tasks and then the person in vr has sort of a more involved task but it involves listening to everybody else who has different sources of information <laughs> and stuff who, yeah who could see oh. different things i, I think is so so great because yeah can the person in vr as well which of is, course yeah well and that. because and the people on their phones <laughs> can have some level of control you know, if, yeah. they, if they hit the wrong button or if they do a particular thing on their phone, like something happens in VR, like an explosion goes off over here because they did the wrong thing and the, one yeah. of the machines blew up. <laughs> oh, so so the guy in VR has to then pick up a fire extinguisher yeah. and walk over and just quickly put yeah, out the fire. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And fix all the problems that the people on the phone are creating for are creating. accidentally, probably. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> probably, probably. Yeah. So ra- rather than like a keep talking where if you do make a mistake, everything <clears throat> sort of explodes, you've still got to... A way of actually completing it is just yeah. You might lose points. Now and you, do, like, yeah. you could do that in a lot of different. Like it almost doesn't matter what the tasks are. Then it's sort of just that general idea is really is really cool. Yeah, mm. yeah. I mean, yeah. Just even going around with a fire extinguisher, putting it that fire. Okay, now go and you know quickly compare these two things. Oh, look, some some other problems happened over here because the guys the guys on their phones haven't been able to like do their do their little tasks. So. Maybe they're doing their task to make you... Yeah, they're, like, trying to help you. Like, maybe to, like, solve your problem, there are a few stages you have to go through. It's like, oh, now I have to, um, you know, put put the DNA into the... <laughs> Hydrochloric yeah. acid and... Exactly, except that the other people didn't mix the acid properly, so it, like, screws it up and you have to start over. Or... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it could be also that, like, some some people could be against the person in VR oh, winning. Oh, like a saboteur. And other people... Yeah, and other people could be trying to make the person in VR win, so you're actually having this, like, war. But, but nobody knows. The, the person no- in VR is your, like, pawn. No, nobody knows who everybody is. Yeah, nobody knows who's trying to sabotage and who's trying to help. So they could be mm. accidentally screwing something up. It's like, whoops, I put too much lithium in to the mixture. Oh, no. <laughs> Sorry. But they, they, can, um, they can help out quite a bit so that they're not just immediately going... Dude, you're the only one here that well, is. Well, that's exactly. It. No, they've got the same. They've got the same something. control. Yeah, well, they've got the same controls. It's just they have to be subtle about screwing it up in in small ways. <laughs> and if the person doesn't make it through the task, then they win or get more yeah. points or something. Or they can they can screw it up when um when someone else is you know trying to push their button. They can you know add an extra ingredient sort of thing and yeah like <laughs> cause like shift the blame chemical reactions and yeah or people are trying to put out a fire and then someone's in the corner just like pouring some <laughs> i don't know some poison on the floor or something like oh, who was that well that's it know. yeah while other people were distracted you could maybe be doing things too because maybe you can like on your phone you can like swipe between the different machines or different stations or something to yeah do different things i don't know how you could see like if people are on different 
on different machines and stuff. You could have like a little label saying like so and so is repairing blood. Yeah, or maybe you can only maybe you can see if people are on the same machine as you, but if they move away, you just know they're not where you are. Yeah, so it's like hey, yeah. we're supposed yeah. to be fixing this thing. Like where were you? It's like oh well, yeah. I was over here. I had yeah, to do like, this I other was thing. fixing that one. When in no, fact they were over on the other one. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine like a science lab kind of thing. Now. Yeah, exactly. I was medical before, but now I'm thinking science lab. Yeah, yeah. Like, and then the person in VR is just like frantically trying to solve this shit, and <laughs> yeah. telling everyone to work together. And it's like, come on, I need this yeah, information. Come on, guys. <laughs> it doesn't actually matter that there's a saboteur. I can deal. Well, with I wonder that. if the person, <laughs> yeah. the person in VR, though, the, but the person in VR can look around and see where any what what station any person is on at any one point. Exactly. So the person in VR actually kind of... They have that extra information, but they might yeah. be so focused on what they're doing. Like it's this, it'd be this real interesting game about just splitting your con- concentration. Like if you really want to do your task better, then you can concentrate on your task, but you, it might mean that you miss that, you know, Jeremy over there went two stations over and, and hit and hit the wrong button on purpose over on the... While everyone else was trying to solve something else. But the person in VR just has so many jobs that they yeah, just can't... That they can't yeah. actually keep, keep keep track of everything. Yeah. That's really cool. I will play this. Because I'm just, picturing, I'm just know... picturing them like as the people on the phone swipe from one to the other, the, the person in VR just sort of sees with the character like run over there, run run around them to the different yeah. stations. It's really cool. That is. That is very cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's reminded me of like, of like werewolves. Yeah, it is very much like werewolf. Um, the different roles and things. Yeah. Yes. Three, two, one, click. <laughs> Writer. Delay. Average. Oh, this. <laughs> I'm just imagining this like poor failed writer that just can't come up with an idea. He's just <laughs> an average. He's just an average dude. writer. He's, <laughs> he's just delaying on all of his all of his deadlines because he just can't think of what to write. <laughs> He's just an average guy. He chose his job. He doesn't know why. You just have to do, keep keep yourself busy enough because otherwise all that's left to do is is write, is write your book. You're trying to delay it because you don't have any ideas. So he, just, he just keeps like gravitating back towards his computer to start writing. So you have to th- throw things at him to keep him busy. Ah. <laughs> uh. Well, I've already come up with the title for the game. It's called Procrastination. Okay. <laughs> you could actually have... Like the writer, he goes out and has like this adventure, but every time he comes back, just got writer's block because he doesn't remember anything that happened. Okay. So you need to give him like good experiences. Oh, better name, procrast elation. Oh, that's cool. So yeah, you. So it's he's just this guy or woman, whatever, who has an average life. <laughs> so they, but they want to be a writer, right? So they 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 want to be a writer, but their life is average. And so, yeah. And they keep on so, yeah, delaying, so delaying it. the writing for the adventures. Well, but I'm, but they're not having adventures, right? Because they're average. So that's the, the goal is that you have to have them break out to have better experiences. So every time... I don't so know, maybe they have something better to write about. Yeah. Maybe it's like an open world game in some way where you yeah you can you've got sort of the set path through your day which is the the average path but every time you like go off the path and something strange happens and you just or you discover something or do something you get like writer points (laughs) 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 so that when you get home that day you've actually managed to write a few paragraphs because you've got some inspiration from the different things that happened in your day 
Yeah, you get like so on quests. on your on your list for the day. It's pick up, dry cleaning, and purchase food. Yeah, yeah. And while You've you're got a to do list every day, and you could do them in the just the really normal, boring way. Maybe it's about coming up with interesting solutions to these problems. Yeah, because you could like you could finish the quest really, really quickly. And you could finish the game really, really quickly as well if you just do them, but then yeah. you get like a really low score. Exactly. Like there's like the easy path. Person. There's the easy path yeah. through the game. So maybe it's one of these games where there's just lots of different stuff around that you can sort of pick up and use and try things out. I'm actually picturing kind of like a top down isometric sort of view, but still this open world mm-hmm. with, yeah, just all these objects that have different things that can achieve your goal in different ways. But there's got to be some sort of like negative thing for happening if you if you go well my weird way of going and pick up dry cleaning is a 24 kilometer drive out of the way to you know go kill all these random people like a grand theft auto <laughs> sort of thing. So, sure when thinking, did you become a mass murderer <laughs> i know i'm thinking maybe a little bit more mundane than grand theft auto where you're actually running people down and stuff i think it's more maybe about yeah, things that... you can use well because you still have to achieve like you've got a time limit in that time is passing. So you still have to achieve the goals. Um, so you can't, yeah. you can't just rack up points sort of thing, doing, doing just random crazy stuff, I guess. But you but know, if like instead a- of driving to the dry cleaners and paying the money and taking your dry cleaning and driving it home, you like manage to create a like cannon out of a post box and I don't know. <laughs> something. And you put your dry cleaning in there and you aim it and you fire it at your house. And if you hit it, then, there, the dry cleanings. <laughs> I picked it up. It's home. That's cool. It could go just completely quirky. I was almost thinking, you know, you, yes, you do pick up your dry cleaning, but you also stop a mugging that's happening um, next door because you happen to go late or something like that. You know, you didn't go at your normal time. You you actually stopped to pet a dog <laughs> that changed changed your timing for the day and that meant that you actually were there at a different time to stop this mugging and you get noticed in the paper and that gives you publicity. <laughs> it could be also like a largely text-based game that's like your decisions change your kind of personality and in the end creates a different book or yeah. something because he's a writer. Yeah, that would, so yeah, like that... your ending could yeah. be different as to like then the book comes out at the end and, and it gives you like a little, I don't know, a short blurb of what you actually ended up of writing what you about wrote. yourself. Yeah, yeah, sort of every each day that you go through can have a like a bunch of different paths, basically, or different ways that you um, generate the text that result like that resulted from that day and that ends up yeah. your final book that you can read and then share of on the Facebook. The decisions that you made. Yeah, and it's like a personality <laughs> test. Yeah. Like, these are the things that I chose. I'm a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> It's just it's like, yeah, maybe you do have the option of like managing to kill people and stuff. And it's the, yeah. the final book is just this dark, crazy, or like horrid really you thing. Spent- Chicken scratch handwriting. Yeah. And- <laughs> yeah, maybe it even affects the handwriting. <laughs> or like you played a 60-hour game and all you did was pat kittens. Really? That's, that's it? <laughs> and the final book is okay. just meow, 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 meow. Because that also makes you a crazy person. <laughs> I like games. I like cats. Done. <laughs> I reckon you could actually, you know, track all the all the little things that you did throughout each day, and it's like you kicked three cats. You, you did. Yeah, well, that could um, have a little effect. You ran over five pedestrians. Yeah. <laughs> you um. You, you stole created 
15 um, explosions. Three condoms from... <laughs> and you skipped three cutscenes, you monster. <laughs> also, you forgot to go to work every single day. <laughs> and you didn't shower. There was a shower. Yeah, didn't you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the final book just has stink lines coming off it. <laughs> yeah. It's like covered in Hygiene level zero. <laughs> So the first time you play it, you didn't realise that you had all these, yeah. n- like, normal objectives that, you know, everyone has to go to work, <laughs> everyone has to do this. Uh, it's like, yeah, kind of like The Sims-ish. It could be a real interesting cross, though, between, like, a Sim-style game. So, yeah, you do have to do yeah. the mundane, boring things every day. But if you spend too much time just doing the sort of maintenance, boring things every day, then your book doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. So you have yeah. this pressure to kind of go out there and, and do things that are a bit differently or achieve those tasks in different ways. So maybe instead of going to the bathroom <laughs> normally, <laughs> you climb onto the roof of the post office and piss off the site. <laughs> you might get arrested, but then you just get even more writer points. <laughs> yeah, it adds a chapter to your book. Exactly. Remember that time that I got arrested for public urination? <laughs> <laughs> Procrastination. I really like that name. That's a bad name now. I yeah, thought it was great at the time. No, I like it. I like it. <laughs> um, you you can like maybe you go into the dry cleaners on day one, and there's a help wanted sign in the in the window, and therefore you can actually become a worker at the at the dry cleaners. But while you're there, you find out some uh, money laundering scheme that's going on, and that that gives you, you know, something to write about. Mm. Yeah, well, there could be all sorts of little stories. Like, it, it could there could be a lot of replayability if there's sort of just all these little interesting stories hidden about this town. But that that depending on yeah the decisions you make, you can discover different narratives, and again that that affects the end result of the book you end up writing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm imagining like a first person yeah. The Sims meets Grand Theft Auto sort of. Yeah. Yeah. But, but with a but yeah. less like less cars and less murder. Violence. Yeah. <laughs> I I I kinda like the idea that it is a as as you said, you know, it's a it's an open world but um like there's maybe no car mechanics so that like if you want so to that go if your car breaks you down select from a list. <laughs> I know what you meant. You meant that there's no like car driving mechanics in the game, but you said there are no car mechanics. So yeah. It's just that your car <laughs> yeah, is broken okay. car and nobody can mechanics. fix it. <laughs> I was thinking it's more that you know you select from from a drop down list where you want to actually go. Yeah, so it's not a full open world in that you can just walk around and drive around anywhere. It's more just there are Yeah, but when you when you You can go anywhere at any time. When you get to a place you can sort of Go within a block of that sort of place, yeah. and I don't know. Then you've got different things that you can do within that like space. Yeah, you can pet that cat, and <laughs> you can travel down this this alleyway and search within the garbage and <laughs> get mugged. But and... you need to be at home at six o'clock because that's when dinner's on. Because because that's it... when the purge starts. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't expecting that. <laughs> that's the big twist. Uh, yeah. Everything's normal I would for love the whole that first to be the day. twist of that game. That's fantastic. Like this guy lives this absolute <laughs> mundane life, and then all of a sudden at the end, you're like, the purge is starting. Like, oh god, <laughs> descended upon by people in masks, killing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Good plot twist. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, Ben, would you like to introduce our last section of today? Yes. So, when we have a guest on from the games industry, we like to do a little segment where we take the name of the game you're working on and basically come up with an alternate game idea that uh, that could have that name, you know, basically using that name as a prompt. Great. So, your game is kept. Have at it. <laughs> where are we going? Kept. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've got no ideas for this. Um, all right. Well, maybe it's some sort of hoard, like some sort of resource that you're hoarding that you need to have kept um, by the end of the game. Perhaps like sort of an arc- maybe an arcadey sort of thing, where you've got multiple teams and you've uh, everybody starts off with a certain amount of a resource, but you have to go out and steal more of it. And by the end of the game, it's however much you've kept, and that's how you score. Now that's again very broad, but. Let's come up with what you could be stealing from somebody. <laughs> um, I don't know. For some reason, my mind went to like primary school and stationery, like pencils oh, and yeah. pens, because you're always losing that shit in primary school. Other kids stealing your stuff. Um, or answers to tests. Uh, yeah. And like you keep the ones that are actually right to yourself. Could be a learning game. Ooh. Oh, so there's sort of a strategic element there of you want them to steal the wrong ones. Yeah, but it is actually okay. some kind of like maths and learning game. So the, like you actually do need to think about like it okay, throws you cool. questions Edgeta- that you have to answer. Edutainment. Edutainment. <laughs> <laughs> See, I actually took Ben's idea of um, of losing pens and that sort of stuff and went to like maybe there's within the school there's like this little gnome or elf okay. that is going around and it's a stealth game and he's like picking up all the um all the pencils and stuff that that fall onto the floor and he's got to sort of get around all, all the um back into the vent system or something like that are you playing and, as him oh yeah 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 so it's a stealth game and you're and you're you know running running in between like this massive world uh, with all these towering you're kids sure above you, you and you're like picking up a single or pencil at a time and case full on your head. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there could also be a thing going on in the background where the kids like, "Um, miss, I lost my pencil." And they're like, "To the principal's office or to the torture chamber." It's <laughs> <laughs> a medieval school. Yeah. <laughs> Contemporary to the going. Iron Maiden. To the <laughs> yeah, I I know. I I kind of like the idea. I don't think it's ever really been done a, for, a first person stealth game. But like but you're the a... kids are absolutely towering over the top of you, and you're running in between like desks. Yeah, it's and like a stealth legs a stealth action sort of game. So there's up. sort of a lot of reflex based stuff, but also you have to make sure that you're out of line of sight of the teacher or the kids. And it gets harder and harder as you get further to the front of the class because there are more kids who can see you then. And maybe you have yeah. like a list of things that you need to be able to like craft different things or something. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, I so it's know. not just maybe. sort of collectibles in general. It's you need these specific things. So maybe you even have to like sort of scout the area and it's like, oh, little Jenny in row two, you know, three from the left has the red pencil that I need. So I'm going to have, mm. you know, when she's when she's writing the answers to a test, you have to like throw something at her. 
Um, so she drops Can it. Can I go drop so, it? So yeah. She knocks so she it off. She drops it and it rolls yeah. off the table because you can't even, you can't get on the desks. You'll be seen, you know. Yeah, because you could you could start up like high up, and then so you can see everybody. Exactly, and then yeah. you have to throw things, and then you have to run down and do the like next. Yeah, part yeah, you can get like game. yeah, you can get up onto the shelves and stuff and climb, but you can't. Yeah, like it's sort of it's a bit of a trek to get up there. You got to sort of do a bit of a climbing puzzle. So you sort of yeah, you have to plan it out for all the different things you want and try to set something in motion, perhaps that makes it so that they're all accessible to you on the ground. Mm. So maybe you can set up like um, a spitball sort of thing to hit her in the back of the neck and then she sort of knocks the pencil yeah. into the ground. You've got a time limit to then get down, well, that's it, before get, she get across, it pick it up and get out from underneath that desk. Otherwise yeah. she'll see you as she goes yeah. to pick it up. Well, maybe so. And then you have to kill her if she sees you. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Then you switch to the lethal so, poison So, he's got Medusa powers <laughs> and if you look into his eyes, you turn to stop yeah. Well, I'm just thinking though, just to, just to sort of make the, just to make it not too challenging. Maybe you're actually like super quick, but but in your terms, what that means is that everyone kind of moves like at a slower pace, like sort of half speed or something. Oh, so it's kind of like a bullet time thing all the time. Yeah, all the time. Like it's you're you're this t- tiny little elf or whatever in oh. this world, and so they're all moving kind of in s- somewhat slow motion. So you've got a bit more time, right? Like you're fairly quick, so you can fire that spitball or set up that spitball to fire, and you know you've got you know thirty seconds maybe to get down there as opposed to the five seconds oh, or whatever and, it and you, actually you can literally look up in the air and you literally see the spitball just gradually <laughs> going and she just moves at the last yeah, second yeah that's cool that could actually be awesome yeah. Yeah. if you're able to sort of set up a chain reaction of different things it's like okay well i know that you know there's a ruler on the edge of that um on the edge of that desk so if i drop this on there at this point it's going to fling the eraser over there and hit her in the back of the head. So as long as I'm down to this point before that happens, I'm going to have enough time to go and get it. And yeah, you're just seeing it playing out as you look around. Oh, and and you can actually see like the arrows of like when you've when you've organised something to happen, you can see the arrows of where it will. Yeah, where it yeah, will you've kind of got a view too, of so like that you a, can a schematic almost view yeah. of the space and and what you've set up. Oh. <laughs> you can have like super attacks that are like uh, smoke alarms and stuff as well. So if you oh, need yeah. like so a if bunch of things all at once, or as or as emergencies as well. Like if you're about to be seen, you can you can set something off that just distracts everyone, and you can get to safety. Yeah, maybe you can. Uh, <laughs> maybe you've got like a little noise generator that says a curse word, and the, the teacher hears it and just like starts yelling <laughs> at the class and everybody has to pay attention. Susie, go to the principal's you can office. Say it, like right behind one kid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get him in trouble. <laughs> well, and that could even be yeah. a technique to like, oh, they've got something like on their desk or in their desk. And <laughs> yeah. and yeah, you have to like you have to actually make them leave their desk and so there are ways that they can get sent to the principal's office or like called up to the board or I don't know, different you can have different techniques. Oh, there's a lot of potential there. Oh, that mm. That's really got a lot of potential. And then right at the end, to, to get the kept back in, if they happen to collect all the, all the things, you know, you go to the treasure treasure hoard and you you see all, all the bits and pieces that you managed to keep. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, um, red pencil, kept, this, thrown out, this, kept, kept, kept. <laughs> I think it could be like a really beautiful visual of this like cave that's just full yeah, of stationery full st- and exactly. stuff. Like your- <laughs> Your hoard. <laughs> like the stuffed toy that one kid brought in one day. Yeah. 
Yeah, that'd be really awesome. I, I obviously this won't be VR because like no, no I wasn't no. imagining it was VR. No, no. I'm, I'm seeing it as a as a but like a high quality yeah. style. Well, yeah, either either first person or third person, like stealth game. I feel like part of it could be person. first person, like when you're shooting the things, could be first person, and mm. then when you're going and like collecting the around. things, it could turn into third person. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yep. So so you got like the first person element when you stop, it sort of then zooms in t- into into moving and then as soon as you go to start running the camera just stays where it is as the, as the character like as the character yeah, starts moves out from starts running so it sort of just and then follows at a certain distance yeah. behind that could, that could really work well i like it and especially because platforming in um in first person never works no i know i think you need it you need the movement stuff to be third person for sure but i'm pitching just like a really nice you know current gen xbox one ps4 like you could make that look really good and i'm thinking Almost a really, uh, like, you know, the depth of field effect to, to make it look like... So you can tell that you're sort of small, like this short focal length. Oh, so that yeah. when you are yeah. looking at the things, you know, or like if you're running around, but you're just seeing these things in the background, like the, you know, the arrays are flinging through the air in slow motion, but it's sort of blurry in the black background. Yeah. And you can, if you, if you look at the stuff, you can see it better, but I'm just, I'm just picturing that overall scene of just these things, just this chaos erupting behind you that you've set up as your character in focus is running along and everything behind it yeah. in sort of soft focus is like papers flying through the air. And <laughs> you, you literally, you literally see the glass tipping over and just l- yeah going all over Susie's yeah, exactly. dress and she's standing up and everyone turns around and you're like... Sn- Snatch up a pencil, you quickly run that into the area, you grab the eraser and you run that yeah, into the area. It's all happening in slow motion. And there's some sort of some sort of mechanic so that you can tell if you're gonna be seen or not. You know, you've got I don't know, line of sight, Spidey line of sight sensor. sort of thing that if you're in a because you're pretty fast, right? So you have to be in their vision for a long enough time for them to see you. But well, and if they're distracted by stuff then like they're less likely to notice you and yeah. Well, I can imagine, you know, there was some it, some kid chewing gum and he puts it on the floor you and you, you happen to run through it and it's like it slows you down and then you're held there for a little bit <laughs> yeah. of time yeah or like a thing of thumbtacks spills on the ground oh and you can't yeah run that way you, you have go to somewhere like... else, like, and way. you gotta like nope. navigate around it and make sure that you're not getting you're not hitting them not otherwise you a trail you, of blood <laughs> you lose <them. laughs> i mean geez a thumbtack for a tiny elf that's like that's that's a pretty yeah, serious it's, wound it's, a it's like a yeah. like being impaled on a lance yeah. or something like that <laughs> i love that scale thing as well i think that just would work so beautifully with this game yeah just having everything mm. towering above you yeah I, yeah I really love that kind of mechanic in games yeah uh, that's awesome like i'm i'm thinking the character's got to be what an inch tall uh i was picturing oh, maybe a, i was picturing a little was... bigger than that like yeah, I was imagining like maybe three inches. Yeah, yeah, they got to be able to like get up onto the desk in a in a reasonable amount of time. Yeah, true. But I love the thought that you're just tiny as think. well because I just yeah, I love I love that play with scale thing. Yeah, that's really yeah. awesome. All right, that's cool. I think well, well I think that's a, that's, that's a, a good one to end on. <laughs> so yeah, thanks for joining us, Inga. That was a lot of fun. Awesome, guys! Thanks so much for having me. It was so much fun. Yeah, uh, no, it's great to have you on. Uh, do you want to sort of? Uh, uh, plug your website or uh, uh, Twitter or um, anything? Yeah, for sure. Um, so our game is called Kept. It's a virtual reality adventure game. Um, you can find us on Twitter, where Kept VR, and same with Instagram. That's more um, art shots and everything. That's also Kept VR. 
and our website is keptgame.com. So we have we have blog posts and um, we share like art and technical skills and where we're going to be next and showing if we're in your area then come check us out cool yeah i hope that uh, i hope that we'll get a chance to to try that out at some point yeah awesome this has been lamestorming and i've been trevor scott i'm ben slinger i'm inga bourbon lamestorming i'd play that dog and you'd be like who patted me i'm a good boy i know i'm a good boy someone patted me who was it yeah who was that hey (laughs) shake your controller to make your tail wag to get more pats (laughs) definitely needs to be a vr dog game (laughs) yeah Yeah. that would actually be great